Mizmor Sadi Gimal, Psalm 93, for Tanakh study. First, before we delve into the Mizmor, let's just talk a little bit about the setup and the breakdown of the different parts of the Mizmor, uh, as delineated by Da'at Mikra. So Da'at Mikra states that there are three distinct sections to this Mizmor. The first mizmor is in pis- the first section to this mizmor is in Pesukim Aleph and Bet, which talk about Hakadosh Baruch Hu's uh, malchut and his ki- his kingship, and that it will endure forever. It's not just going to be something that's fleeting. Chas v'shalom, it's going to be forever. Second uh, section of Pesukim Gimel and Dalid, which talk about how Hashem is more powerful and He's greater than all of His foes all of his enemies. And the third section of the Mizmor is that Hashem will stay in his house, in his uh, Mishkan, the temple, and his Makom, in, <coughs> in the perfect state of Kiddushah forever. And again, that same theme of that it will be everlasting. Many of you are going to recognize this Mizmor as the Mizmor that we say Ayerev Shabbat, Friday morning, as the Shir Shel Yom. So just an insight into why this is so. If you take a look at the Peshat and the words of this Mizmor, they have a striking resemblance to the words of Shirat Hayam, of Az Yashir. And Az Yashir praises Kiriat Yam Suf. In this Mizmor, as we will read momentarily, you're going to see that there's a lot of imagery regarding water and the power and the koach of that water. And we'll see what it symbolizes. But if you look at also Az Yashid, we see a lot of different similarities between the Lashon used here. Here we're going to say Hashem Malach, and then Le'orech Yamim. And by Az Yashid it says, Adonai Imloch Le'olam Va'ed. Both meaning that Hashem will be the king uh, forever. We also see the words, uh, here we see Geut Lavesh, and by Shirat Ayam, we see Kigao Ga'a, that same Shoresh. We also see Oz Hit Azar over here, where his strength will he will be cloaked and enrobed in his strength. And by Shirat Ayam, we see Oziv Zimrat Ya. And as I mentioned also, we see here Maim Rabbim Adirim, the waters that are immense and they're uh, awesome in their power. And of course, we see Bimayim Adirim in Az Yashir. So, what do we have to learn from. The comparison to Shirat Ayam is that Kiriat Suf, our rabbis teach us, the wonders that HaKadosh Baruch Hu used to, to perform Kiriat Suf are similar in nature to the same wonders that he used to perform Maasebereshit, the creation, albeit Kiriat Suf on a smaller scale. And Shabbat is all about acknowledging the creation of the world and the wonders that HaKadosh Baruch Hu used to, in the creation. So this Mizmor being used, the Shir Shel Yom, is also supposed to get us thinking about uh, Shabbat on Erev Shabbat and thinking about that creation and HaKadosh Baruch Hu's uh, awesomeness. Okay, Beseder. So we're ready to move into the Mizmor. Pasuk Aleph. Adonai Malach Geut Lavesh. Lavesh Adonai Oz Hit Azar. Hashem will have reigned. So now it's interesting here when it says Hashem Malach. 
it's in the past tense. And many times we're going to encounter this not only in Tehillim, but in the coming Mizmorim. But the Meshorer took the Lashon, even though it's in the past tense, of how people talk when a king has taken the throne. And this supports Rashi and the other commentators who explain that this Mizmor will be said in the time of Mashiach. And when he's here, all the men are going to be, they're, gonna, they're going to proclaim Hashem as the only true God. So even though it's alluding to the future, it's using the Lashon of the past. And he will have, so Hashem Ozit Azar, as we just mentioned, he will have uh, dressed up or donned in, be donned in his grandeur. Second part of Pasuk Aleph, Aftikon Tevel Baltimot. And Hashem will have uh, donned this uh, strength and this, and this might uh, himself and even firmed the world that it should not falter. He was the one that should make sure that it should not uh, wither away in any, in any way, shape, or form. Pasuk Bet. Nachon kis'acha me'az. Your throne, it was already established previously from the days of old. Me'az. Me'olam ata. But you are, you are eternal. Again, as we said, the first part of this Mizmor, Aleph and Bet, which we just read, that Hashem's Malchut is going to endure forever. Nase'u neharot Adonai, Nase'u neharot Kolam. This is the beginning of, of Pasu Gimal. So Nase'u neharot Hashem. Like the rivers they raised, O Hashem. Now here talking about the enemies of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that they tried to raise up against Hashem with the power or like a river. Nase'u neharot kolam means, and with the noisiness, like the rivers, they raised their voice, like how the rush of a river, that's exactly how the enemies of HaKadosh Baruch Hu raised up against HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Yis'u neharot tochyam, and also, like the rivers, they were raising their destruction. If the river rages out of control, then it has a, a sense of destructiveness. And like the river, that's how they're going to raise their destruction towards you. Mikolot ma'im rabim adirim mishbere yam. And more than the roars of those abundant waters... And mightier than the waves of the sea, Adir Bamarom Adonai. Right? You are mighty and you are above them, Hashem. So even though the naysayers and the enemies of HaKadosh Baruch Hu came up against him with extreme might, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is mightier and he is on top of them. Now, the ways to explain, as we said, the imagery of the powerful waters was, number one, Hashem, we could, we could say that Hashem is just being more powerful than nature. And the nature of water, which is really one of the most uh, powerful forces, Hashem is stronger. But what, how I just explained it is based on Ibn Ezra, which said that these are the nations of the world with, who come to destroy us and go do evil against HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So evil is strong like these rivers, 
But HaKadosh Baruch Hu is stronger. Final Pasuk and part three of the Mizmor. Aedotecha ne'emnu me'od lebetecha na'va kodesh. So your testimonies are, are supremely filled with trust, with emunah, trustworthy. And they're about your house, right? Meaning where HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to dwell, right? In Nava Kodesh, in the sacred dwelling, Adonai Le'orech Yamim. Hashem, He is going to be there forever. So two just interesting uh, points about the word Nava. Nava, Nava Kodesh, right? And if you'll notice, uh, if you're reading through uh, a Tanakh or looking at the words, there's a Makaf, joining the word Nava to the word Kodesh. So Nava Kodesh, this is a noun to mean the Mishkan. On the Peshat level, Nava Kodesh, that that's, that it's, the, it's the way to delineate the house of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which we knew was the, was the Mishkan, and in the future hopefully it'll be the Beit HaMikdash. And it's holy. Radak, however, says that Nava is from the Lashon of Ta'ava that the desire of all men will be that they desire your house and they desire that the house will be filled with Kiddushah and always, eternally, Le'olam Va'ed. So two ways to understand the final verse on the Peshat level uh, that Nava Kodesh was that the Betecha Nava Kodesh, it's the Mishkan of holiness that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will dwell there forever.